I will begin momentarily. Keep it locked in right here at TonyBasilio.com and on your Tony Basilio app. And hey, do us a favor. Spread the word. Tony B, welcoming you to a brand new, it's a brand new Monday. It's absolutely outstanding. It's unbelievable, Andy. We are proud to be with you on this July 3rd as we celebrate our birthday as a nation. A nation of domination. On the nation station of domination. People say, well, you know, I thought you'd be off today. I'm not, what? 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 Bino, Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning, Tony B. Good to be back with you and Brownie. Or shall Brownie I, back home safe. I meant to say good day to you. Good day, Beanstar. Good day, Tony. You are back from St. Louis? Yes. Yes, back uh, from St. Louis. The home of Chuck Berry and whatnot? And Yogi Berra. Joe Garciola. How was your trip to... And Elton I found out. How was your trip to baseball Mecca? Tony B., where I guess Freddie and I have made 20, 25 trips to see the Yankees play down through the years. Yep. Uh, they're all wonderful. Uh, this was the worst wonderful ever. Whatever could go wrong went wrong. <laughs> what, just, what do you mean? Just, well, we, first of all, we went what like July the fourth weekend, right? Which is my fault because still playing softball at a hundred years old, which limits our weekend opportunities. If you're trying, if we're trying to see the Yankees play. In a stadium we've never seen before, so that, that limits your opportunities. But um, we went to Nashville uh, to fly out mm-hmm. uh, just because the limited flight times uh, and Mike's prep needs uh, before we travel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we went to Nashville and uh, flew southwest, first mm-hmm. time I've flown southwest. Uh, the plane from Nashville to St. Louis... Um, Orville and his brother had a better air conditioner on their plane uh, than that one. (laughs) It it was only an hour flight, but it just uh, about roasted you to get there. So we get up to St. Louis Airport, and that airport looks like it was designed for about 4,000 people, and there were about 40,000 in there. Bino, uh, now you so do we, know, uh, Bino, now you, Bino, you know we have listeners uh, we get, in St. Louis. Before you go going on your spiel here, we have right. lots and lots of listeners in the Missouri footprint, and I happen to be fond of those people up there. I love, I got Midwestern sensibilities about me. I happen well, to like those people very much. Continue. No problem with those people. Uh, those people uh, didn't design that airport. Um, Strike one, your airport sucks. Yeah, airport Strike sucks. two, don't um, fry your ravioli. Continue. We, we got the Bush Stadium, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. The area is beautiful. They got, yep. uh, they've got a battery uh, like uh, they have uh, uh, in Atlanta. Only theirs is complete. Yep. Um, and uh, it's just just a beautiful area, beautiful stadium. Got there Friday night, tarps on the field. Um. Spent two and a half hours in that concourse. 
uh, when they could have, when they knew they weren't going to play that night, but right. uh, they wanted to make sure that they sold as many concessions as they possibly could. That's what they do. Home. That's so, what they do. Yep. So, you know, you're out in that concourse and it's smoking hot until that rain comes in there. Well, we go back Saturday and uh, for the regular scheduled game at one fifteen, And St. Louis is St. Louis at this time of year. I mean, it is just it's it's like living in a swamp. Yep. Uh, and uh, we were getting roasted, and the Yankees got toasted. I mean, just played awful. Um. So uh, we we get out of there, and uh, by the time they play the night game, which we had t- with the which was the makeup game for uh, Friday, uh, Mike and I are too dang old for a doubleheader anymore. So we watched that one from the the motel. Um, you watched the big win, the big comeback yeah, win? I, I saw Ben in the hotel and was happy to do it. <sighs> that was the uh, game of the weekend. To... That was the game of the weekend. That was a great game, man. I was really rooting yeah. for you all when you all came from behind. Yeah, it, that, was, uh, that, that, was, that was the game that the Yankees actually played in. Um, through the <laughs> – with all that going on, um, somehow, Freddie, who never loses, it, it's me that loses crap. I'm where I'm to go back and get something just about every time for me. Never lose. Somehow lost his car keys between the St. Louis airport and the motel. Oh, fat so now five. we're there. Got a car in Nashville that we got no keys to. Oh, fab fun. You mean after all that, you got back to Nashville and couldn't find your keys? No. No, no, no. We we knew they were gone. So uh, he he realized he had lost them when we when we got back to the motel. So we search all over. Of course, you can't get any help at the airport. People lose a thousand things a day there. But Mike had the wherewithal to think to overnight them, and we overnight them to our buddy Wes from our Pickham game, who lives about fifteen minutes from the airport. Uh, the FedEx guaranteed they'd be overnight. That Wes would have them on on Saturday so uh, he could meet us on Sunday and give us those keys. Well, in the midst of that bacon toasty game, Wes texted me and said he just got a message from FedEx that the, the keys would not be there until Monday. So now I'm thinking, oh, great, we get to spend another night in Titanville there waiting on a set of keys. Now you're ripping the people in Nashville. It's a beautiful then, uh, place. Uh, those, are, those are my people. People? Yeah, good. Good. Then, uh, Good. Then, about an hour later, he texts and says, "Disregard the keys just got here." So while FedEx sent something saying they weren't going to be there till Monday, and yet they got there on so anyway. That was the first blessing that we had the entire trip. Uh, we made it home safe and sound. Uh, Yankees sucked. Uh, we made every mistake we could make, uh, but uh, it, it wasn't a, the crowning jewel of, of our trips. But you know, uh, St. Louis is. Uh, the ballpark's great. Uh, wished I could have seen it under different circumstances, but uh, great baseball fans there. And uh, well, the other night, I, you I know, in, well, the other night in Philadelphia, they had a deal where it rained, right? And these people were in the park already, and they're drawing thirty-five, forty thousand people because they won last year. And uh, it isn't because of this year's team. This year's team's a pile of slop. But Kyle Schwerber, who's an absolutely hideous human being, playing left field, he's a disgrace to sports. Anyway, so um, 
The other night, though, they had rain. They knew it was raining. They knew it was going to rain. You got people in Philly listening, too, Tom. Don't want to piss them off. No, they know Kyle Schwarber's a reprobate and a thief. He got in the way of a guy trying to catch a fly ball yesterday in a 3 nothing game. And four batters later, a thing was 4-3, to three, a grand slam. Two outs, no less. Drove there running into a center fielder trying to make a catch because he can't. He has no body control. He's a guy that's turning 30 that looks like he's 55. Ter- terrible athlete. One skill. One skill. Quick wrist. That's it. One skill. One skill in life. No less. Moving along. So, you know, the other night, they, they trapped him in Philly for about three and a half hours. These people were saying, oh, we're okay. One lady called the talk show. She's spent $160, me and my friends. You know, we drank some beer and ate a bunch of stuff and just hung out and talked. And I'm thinking, you could do that at your house for a fraction of that there, hon. But that's what they do, you know. That's the gimmick, isn't it, in these major league stadiums? They know they're not going to play a game. But the gimmick is we've got you in, so we're going to soak you now. Absolutely soak you. And we know this game's rained out. Oh, that, that, that first game that we saw on Saturday, too, Tony, about the seventh inning, Freddie and I looked, it looked like they were getting ready to film the early scenes of The Wizard of Oz. We got the heck out of there and got back to motel uh, just before that deluge hit. They kept those people in there. They had like a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay in an 11-to-1 game uh, and, and then started back up and played those last two innings. Had a 15-minute rain delay in mixed in there. So those poor people uh, were – now, they did. They, they were wise enough not to clear the stadium between what was supposed to be a day-night doubleheader. They just yeah. let people stay in there. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. But, uh, yeah, they could have they could have called that Friday night game an hour and a half earlier than they did. A couple years ago, my son worked up there at the Tennessee Smokies, and they had a deal where – because Laura asked him this morning, we were watching Wimbledon, and Laura said, have you ever pulled the tarp? He said, yeah, I pulled the tarp, and I was pulled off the tarp. And she said, what do you mean? He said, well, the first time I did it, they were trying to pull the tarp. I was standing on the tarp, and there's a guy up there who's a big dude, looks like Paulus Joby now. Anthony said, he just picked me up and moved me, picked me up off the ground. I was in the way of the tarp being pulled out. I was standing on the tarp. He said, this guy removed me from the tarp. You know, picked me up like I was a five-year-old. I said, what did you do? He said, I went through the air, and I was placed down, and I was glad to get down because I was on the man's tarp. He said, I learned a lesson. You don't get in the way of people's tarps. Now, Bino, let me ask you a question. Have you ever gone to a baseball stadium and not had a good time? Did you finally, or did you, or were you glad you were there, even with everything that happened? I, I've never been, I've never been to the ballpark where I wasn't glad to be there, Tony. That's a uh, baseball park, sir. I, I don't know. I, I guess if you can have a happy place, that's a happy place. I was looking at the uh, artist renderings for what they're going to do to Lindsey Nelson. And the way they're going to enclose it down the left field line and square it off with what's in the outfield, and then they're going to fill in the right field line as well. 
and I was thinking to myself, when when that thing is complete, because the renderings make it look like one of those classic old ballparks from uh, the turn of the 20th century. And um, in Philly, they used to have one called the Baker Bowl, which is what that thing looks like, the renderings of it. I don't know if you've seen that, Bino, but that's going to be really neat when they get that stadium done. Now it's what costs money. Yeah, it's really cool looking. All the renderings over the weekend, Tony. I agree with you. It looks it it looks really really special. It looks kind of old timey, you know. Kind of retro has sort of a retro look to it, and uh, it reminds me of those early days ballparks before baseball became the national pastime that it was for a long, long time. And so here we are. It's July the 3rd. And uh, this we're not going to do a show tomorrow. Got a couple 3,000 blog uh, word blog up over at uh, tclub.team today featuring Orange Throat. And then X with some great recruiting knowledge that he drops on us. And then I talk about this Galaney guy that uh, Tennessee got a commitment from and some of the stats I stole from Matt Dixon. Tennessee has had quite the run in the transfer portal, and they're having quite the time on the recruiting trail in football as things continue to look onward and upward. Orange Throat called my attention to the fact that the sports season the curtain came down on it with the College World Series. Tennessee didn't win it. But Brian Hartman helped me with this. How many universities went to a Sweet 16 in women's and men's basketball, the College World Series, and won a New Year's Day 6 bowl game? And went to the College World Series in softball? Nobody, Nobody. else did. All, right, here, All of that. Here's the question. Now, a few people did a couple of those. Yeah. Maybe two or three of those. I thought we all five of those. I thought we'd have a little fun and celebrate us today at 865-200-5402. And here's what I mean. I want you to think about the sports seasons that we just enjoyed. And I want you to give me a your favorite moment of what we just experienced as sports fans. There are so many of them. And let's see how many we can come up with. I've got three that I've got written down here. I'm taking the Alabama game off the table because everybody will say the Alabama game. That's off the table. That's understood. That photo that I have of young Andy Kim Kofer puffing on a cigar with a helmet on that's in the annex to the Ramirez studio will never be forgotten by the living fan. That that goes without saying. So the question for you is, give me a moment or two that ranks among your favorites. Second thing, it's grilling season. We had our cookout yesterday because my daughter's working in Nashville now, but we had our cookout yesterday. What 
is your go-to on the grill? What's your go-to on the grill? 865-200-5402, the number. Hey, Beto, don't, whatever you do, don't make this Tony Valls guy mad. You make this dude mad, he lashes out with a vengeance at you. They're getting everybody being star out of the portal. Everybody. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we, we talked about it, Tony, that the portal giveth and the portal taketh away. Well, it's certainly given more than it's taken from Tennessee. And I, I, I think as, as long as, as, as long as Tony V and Frank Anderson and that crew are here, uh, I, I think transfers are going to stream in and only trickle out. Well, would you trade? All the guys we've gotten for Chase Burns, be now. Yes. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I mean, if you if you thought about that in a trade sense, uh, you've you've stolen guys. A frontline catcher, check. Who's going to be here for two years? Check. You got one more year, Chase Burns. A sidewinding pitcher, starter who will be effective at this level under Frank Anderson. Check. A knockout, wipeout closer who throws the ball over 100 miles an hour. Check. An all-league player in his conference that can play any of the corner outfield positions and either of the corner infield positions and has already played in your stadium. I think I would do that trade. I think I'd make that trade. And you're not done yet. They might get the Amic guy. And it looks like it's going to be down for the Holman kid, Tennessee and LSU. And Tennessee still won't be done. Don't, do not, do not anger Tony Valls. And, of course, the draft happens next week, which we will track in real time, this Galaney guy seems like a perfect college prospect in that. I was looking at a top 200 list yesterday and didn't see his name. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean somebody won't get in there and grab him somewhere. But um, Tennessee put a pretty good package together for him. He and Griffin Merritt played together growing up. Griffin Merritt was describing to this young man, the 247 people say that he was describing Knoxville to him and what this year meant to him, and he was crying to the kid talking about it. He said, wow, I was sold on that deal. When it comes to Burns, you know, and, and his discontent, there are a lot more people that are happy and content than discontent, you know. When you stop and think about the culture they have within the baseball deal, Yes, yeah, and I, you know, I, I understand pitchers are a different animal, and they view themselves as one thing or the other. They're a starter, they're relieved. Most of them view themselves as a starter, especially at his age. Uh, you know, I, I know that he probably felt that his uh, draft stock was hurt a little bit by being moved. Uh, but, you know, when you decide to come to college rather than go straight into professional baseball, then I think you should take into account that you're going to get developed, but they're also going to do 
whatever's best for the team. Yep. Not just for your development. Uh, I think if what you want is just to be developed to go and play major league baseball, you should leave right out of high school and go into an organization. If you come to college, then you be a part of the team. Galaney hit 410 versus right-hand pitching, 298 versus left-hand pitching. By the way, a couple of these guys are switch hitters. This catcher from uh, NC State is one of the top players from both sides of the plate. It's crazy. Crazy. They're at an all-league level guys. It's nuts. I was talking, uh, is, uh, yeah. Delaney a uh, switch hitter or is he right-handed? He's switch hitter. Hit 410 right-handed. I'm sorry. He hits both sides of the plate pitching well. I don't know if he's a switch hitter. Let me back up here. I think he's a right-hand bat. 410 versus righties, 298 versus lefties, 1,100 OPS, 417 with runners in scoring position, uh, 13% of the time walked, 19 steals, 24 attempts. Pretty good athlete. Plays both corner uh, positions and can play the corner outfield and these guys can be right back in the middle of it next year. Tennessee basketball is going to be excellent. The football is uh, really is my question mark for the upcoming season because I don't know how you live up to the expectations that you created. I think we're going to see a little bit of a tweener year this year, which is fine by me because I'm not going to go into this thing with blind, crazy expectations. I know it makes some people mad, Bino. Some people want to contend and win the Eastern Division. I just I don't think we're ready for that yet. I don't know where you are. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think anyone other than Georgia is ready to contend for the East Championship. Um, and I, I would agree with you. I think that we'll probably take a slight step back this year. Um, but uh, I, I I still believe that we, we'll have uh, program building. Uh, moments, and I'm I'm really happy about the direction that we're taking right now. To the phones, let's go eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Let's kick it around. My question for you is: Give me one or two moments that stood out to you that you just kind of hold in your heart. Your favorite moments as we now have completed the most successful sports season in school history. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Celtic Drew, what's going on, guys? Hey, Drew, welcome in, buddy. Hey, so I think the moment that sticks out most to me, um, it was a moment that kind of reminded me of the heavy hitters we had during the glory years. Kind of the moment where I really did realize this year and this team was something special was Danico Slaughter's hit on Kentucky wide receiver Dane Key uh, on the quick slant and then um, Fowler's call on it. You know, it's like it, it was just so incredible. Um, it's 20 to 6. Kentucky's driving down, and you're thinking, man, if Tennessee's for real, they're going to put these guys away. But there's Kentucky about to make it potentially a, a one-possession game. And that hit and the crowd's reaction, just that, that boom, you, you know, when the whole crowd kind of in unison lets out the same sound, that was kind of the moment you realized that this wasn't a dream. Like, this team was the real deal. And even though the defense had their struggles, um that moment and just absolutely laying that guy out and, and Juwan Mitchell getting the pick. And it, it was just, I don't know. It was just one of those moments. You know what I mean? I remember it well. 
Uh, Brian Hartman, that's a great one, isn't it? That, that shows you the kind of quality we have in this audience, Brian. That's a great, great example of what we're talking about. And that also showed that this isn't just offense. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I think, I think yeah. another one was fourth down stop against LSU that sort of you kind of knew that this team can get defensive stops when they needed to. This program can do that, which they're going to have to do if they're going to win championships later on. That's really solid, Drew. That's really cool. really great one, Low uh, Drew. I, I miss that noise. You know, we, it, it seems like with with the stout defenses that we had during the years, that was a noise that we uh, heard a lot uh, as we just pummeled poor guys. You know, so that that one just felt really vintage to me. And doing it against Levis and Kentucky and just that, that led to the route. You know, the route was on from that moment. That they, they never mentally recovered from that and. Uh, Definitely the the shining um, game of the year for our defense. Uh, I don't know. Trying to think about another one. One's um, good, Drew. I got you down, man. I got okay, you. In, I got okay. you in the hopper. One's great. Anything else on your mind? Uh, what's your go to well, when you barbecue? Stuff. Yeah. What's your go to? Well, I mean, I, I like the low and slow stuff on the Traeger. So you know, get, going ahead, taking my time to really prepare a butt. Uh, trimming all the fat off, getting it set up the way I want, putting it on the uh, the Traeger at, at night, and telling it, see in the morning, sweetheart. You know, I, that's a good feeling. Let How about that, brother? Slow and slow. How about you, Bino? Bino, could you do that? Could you leave something out in the smoker and then go to sleep at night like a lot of people do? Yeah, I probably could do that, Tony. Maybe I could teach it to you. My luck. Yeah, my luck. My house would burn down. Oh, Brian. If I did that. Good gosh. Sure. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. You're the man, Drew. Bri, uh, how was your vacation? What was your favorite spot you went to? And then we go back to our phones. You know, you cut out there. What was your favorite spot, Brian, on your vacation that you went to? I'll have to say it's hard to pick a favorite spot, but I'll have to say, interesting, International Falls, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Sort of remote, hard to get to. Just beautiful country driving up through there, going through the woods, seeing deer, coyote on a railroad track. Oh, wow. No cars. Wow. Now, how far how from Minnehaha is a huge industry up there? How far from Minneapolis is International Falls, Bri? Probably around a little over 300 miles. Whoa! It's that far north. It's about, Whoa! I'd say... 180 from Duluth, 175, somewhere in there. Bino, you ever been up that high? I have not, Tony. I spent a bunch of time in the Minneapolis area, which I think is beautiful, by the way. Love Minneapolis. Love. Especially this time of the year, love. I even like it in the winter, even though it's brutal. The people there are great. Let's go back to the phones. Minnesota. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi, you're on the air. Ella, Ella, eh, eh. Hi. Let's try this again. Hi, welcome to the show. On a Monday, race fans, race fans, uh, NASCAR doing bits up in Chicago. 
That was quite a spectacle yesterday. Quite a spectacle for NASCAR. SVG. Did either one of you watch any of the race yesterday? It was really, really neat. Didn't see a minute of it, Tony, but fleeced a bunch of sheep out of five bucks in a pool on it. Did you really? Boom. Yeah. Took money. Just took it just like that. Took SVG? How about you, Brian? Did you watch any of it? No, I was looking at the Gold Cup. USA and Mexico matches. Oh. The Gold Cup. Did Mexico come back and win? No, they did not. They fell one to nothing to Qatar. Oh, you may, oh, you may, oh, you may, escort you may, escort you may, escort you. They still won their group. Qatar's going to move through as well. Qatar. Second place spot. So you've got Mexico, Qatar, USA, Jamaica moving on to the knockout phase of the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Bino? Yes. Did you know that Qatar, a.k.a. Qatar, did you know they were in Central America? Bino. Uh, Tony, if, if they never had a baseball team, I probably have no idea about the geography. 865-200-5402. We've got a couple calls on hold. We've got Zach that's going to speak on the other side on spaces and places. Uh, hey, those of you on Twitter, don't click a lot. You have a uh, you have like a like a twenty click minimum now. Have you guys seen that? Twitter went dark over the weekend, and there's like a click minimum. He's trying to get everybody to subscribe to it. Bino, are they going to get your eight dollars a month on Twitter eventually? Uh, I don't know that I would know how to get back there to uh, enroll. As we continue on the other side after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Tony B. back with you, 865-200-5402. It's a holiday day, and it feels kind of like a holiday day. Bino traveled, Brian traveled. I'm getting a uh, daily call from my special needs brother, Steve, who calls me every day. I'm going to see him next month. He's calling me every single day. He called me, uh, he called me three times the other day, Bino. So excited. We'll go back to our phones. Uh, we also have a way. You can reach me at 865-200-5402. Also, over at Twitter Spaces, at Tony Basilio, for those of you that are using your number of clicks. I don't know. Brian, what's the number of clicks you get right now before you have to pay? Do you know, Brian, how that's working over in the in the Twitter well, sphere? I just know that. It isn't going to affect me much because my Twitter clicks have gone way down recently, and that has nothing to do with this latest policy. Yeah, so if, I, that, I, if that's what they're trying to do, if they're trying to get people disengaged from their platform. Some people need to be disengaged a little bit more. Well, they're, they're, what is defined as a click on there, Tony? Like if a you tweet, s- I guess. If you see a tweet and you read it, like if you click on the click on the deal, I think you get 22 of those before you have to pay 8 bucks. Over the weekend, Twitter went dark. Like on Saturday, it just disappeared, to which my son said, well, that's an improvement in life. Let's get Zach in here who joins us via Twitter Spaces. Zach, welcome in. How you doing, brother? Zach, go right ahead and welcome in. You're on. Say something, Zach. Tony, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Loud and clear. Go for it, brother. Go for it, Zach. Hello. Brian, why are we having this uh, technical issues with Zach? Sound like you heard me. Zach, go right ahead, man. You're live on the air. Go ahead. Hey, just wanted to say happy 4th to you guys. And I hope you're going to have a good 4th of July weekend and and week and celebration, be safe and all that good stuff. Brother, you you know that. Absolutely. Um, So I guess my... My moment for this year has to be recent. We were traveling back uh, from Hilton Head on vacation, and we thought about stopping in at the Clemson series, but we just felt like we probably couldn't get tickets. So we make our way back to Knoxville. We've watched it pretty much the whole way back driving, and I'm sitting in the Wendy's drive-thru, at the window to get my food, and Zane Denton hits that walk-off homer to put it into, you know, extra innings, and I start screaming. And my daughter's in the back seat. She's screaming. We're all excited, and the Wendy's people at the drive-thru are like, what in the world is going on? And uh, so that's probably my moment uh, of the year is just seeing us, do postseason things that only Tony Balls does, and and I think that's the difference between like we don't we might not have the best regular season team, but in the postseason he just wins. Uh, he's going to advance and, and do some things that you don't think he'll do, and uh, I think that's the difference. With some of our coaches. That is an incredible moment. 
and it's kind of um, indicative of how treated we've been this year. You know, isn't that indicative of, of how how well treat how much of a treat and something about baseball on the radio being star? A moment like that, I believe, when you take it in. Um, in, in an audio sense rather than seeing it, I think it stays with you longer. I really do. I, you're, you're, how old is your daughter? Uh, she just turned eight. She'll yeah. remember that literally for the rest of her life. Yeah, it was a good moment. And the people at Wendy's looked at us like, what in the world? I said, yeah, we'll take those chicken nuggets. We got to get home to finish this game. Where, where was, where was the Wendy's? Was it here? Yeah. It was yeah, it was in Knoxville. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they didn't have a clue though what was going on. So that is really funny, man. I appreciate you sharing with us, Zach. I hope you have a great holiday yourself. Hey, let me give you a let me give you something to to yep. think about on yep. the barbecue. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have to. T- it's just a burger, simple burger, but you have to marinate the meat for let's say six, seven hours, and soy sauce, teriyaki, and a little bit of pineapple juice. Pineapple juice with soy sauce and teriyaki? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Marinate that and then throw it on the grill, grill it, get you some of that King's Hawaiian bread. Oh! Grill you a pineapple and throw lettuce, mayonnaise, that burger, that pineapple, and and a little bit of a red onion on there. It's killer. Oh, my son treated me to a pineapple pizza the other night, which was fantastic. Bino, would you eat something like that? A little pineapple on your on your uh, bun with a hamburger? Uh, I don't think I could go if if they'd left the pineapple off. I think I would have been fine. <laughs> the teriyaki and uh, and uh, soy sauce make the. Whole, I can see that. Make the whole- Kind of the with sweet the with the sour, right? Because because I was yeah. down on the, um, I was down on the pineapple on the pizza, until I got what the vibe was, which was the sweet, the sour, the bitter, the salty against the sweet, and and man, it really worked. Pineapple goes on pizza, and pineapple can go on a hamburger. Too. So give me that again, soy. So you just mix like a. The same amount of soy and teriyaki, mm. and then a little bit of pineapple juice, mm. and and marinate that for a while, and uh, let that get in your meat, and then just grill it, and then you can like put some teriyaki over it or whatever uh, as it's grilling, but just grill it, and then grill you a pineapple, but you have to get the King's Hawaiian bread, mm. and then you. Put, you put that burger and that pineapple, put a little bit of mayonnaise, lettuce, and if you lock it, you can put some red onion on there. And you, oh, you better believe I would. That's what I was going to say. I would put something that bites back, like yeah. a really, really pungent onion. Uh, yesterday I had a burger with a really, really pungent onion, which gave me bad breath all day, which was wonderful. You'll Thank have you, to try that recipe, Tony. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you, See. Zach. Zach Attack is on. He is he is gone. I appreciate him. It took him a segunda to get situated, but it was well worth it. Back to the phones we go. 
Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You are live on your Tony Basilio show on a Monday, Monday, Monday. Happy Fourth of July, Tony and guys. It's Holly. Hey, Holly, welcome in. I, uh, I, there've been so many balls, baseballs, wonderful things that happened. So I'm just going to skip over those because, except for a few sadnesses, I just think. Everything's wonderful about the baseball. So I'm going to go with um, the night that the basketball boys team beat Alabama, and our beloved Zakai Ziegler had such a great game. That was a biggie for me. That's a great one. ZZ's huge game versus Bama. Refresh mm-hmm. my memory since I've already forgotten about Took it. Took down number one Bama, by the way. Bama was number one, weren't they? They were number one, and I don't know that it was uh, ZZ's biggest game, yep. but he certainly it was one of his biggest, and he had um, oh it's something crazy his just his his percentage of everything he did. He just had a really great game, and uh, you know we beat Alabama, and they were number one. So what could be better than that? Nothing could be better than that, especially as obnoxious <laughs> as Alabama was. Uh, this year, uh, Holly, with everything that went on there and how they it was just kind of in your face too. It was uh, it was fun to beat those guys. Bino, do you remember the Alabama basketball game? Or are you drawing a blank? I'm literally drawing a blank on that. Bino, do you remember it? Uh, Tony, I, I remember bits and pieces, but not not clearly. That is so weird. You're freaking me out right now, Holly. Brian, how vividly do you remember that? I just remember it was a really low-scoring game, and Euros had that acrobatic behind-the-back uh, flip shot that Zanan won that sort of punctuated what was going to happen that day. And I don't think Alabama really ever threatened, to be honest with you. They, I don't think they ever led. Maybe they led once really early in the game. And it was – I think we ended up winning by maybe eight points. But the game really was That's about never, right. It was never – I never felt like they threatened us. I mean, we were in command and just knew what we were doing, and we just played. Everybody just played great and solid, and I, I'm a big ZZ fan, and I just ah. remember him. Just, oh, I just I just love that kid. And so um, that, that's probably my favorite other than, I mean, I'm a baseball for life. I have to say, Tony, though, one thing that I think yeah. is very memorable, and you brought it up several times on the show, I absolutely love the fact that uh, Tony D got you good about the um, the rain delays and about the um, the field and given that we you know have turf versus grass. He, he even went on. He even went to. Yeah, he went to the post game and ripped me. The guy ripped me to the media. I'm like Tony. Tony B's catching strays over here. He goes. He goes. Well, I mean. You ripped me on your show? I said, well, every once in a while. He goes, well, okay. Touche, bro. Well, I just, I would love to be his neighbor. I think that my husband and I would have a blast if we ever saw him. Because I know he's a smart aleck, but he's a nice smart aleck. I just thought that was so great. Oh, I love it. I I love the give and take of a guy like him. And uh, Holly, these guys are going crazy in the transfer portal right now. Crazy. Like crazy. I was in. I have to tell a little story. My uh, 
it's, you know, crazy down here because it's Fourth of July week, so I'm working every day in my little store. And so there was a family in. Holly, yesterday. what's your store called if folks want to visit it? Give me what your store is well, called. Well, thank you. It's called Albert S. And it's in Seaside, Florida, and it's a ladies' shop. Albert cute- S. Okay, in Seaside, Florida. like Frank. Albert S. Say so it again. Way, Albert, like Prince Albert, F is in Frank. Okay, Albert, Albert F. F in Seaside Heights down in Florida. Go visit Holly. Go ahead. Not Seaside Heights. Seaside, Florida. There's no Heights. Seaside, Florida. I'm sorry. Seaside Heights in New Jersey. Seaside, Florida. <laughs> Uh, go visit Holly. Albert F. By the, by the time I'm done, Bino, her competitor will have all the business they need because I can't even say the name of her business properly. But go ahead, Holly. Tell your story. I'm sorry. So it's a real family-oriented place. And, of course, this week there's lots of family. So, and I never meet a stranger. So whenever someone comes in, I if they have on a T-shirt, I mean, if it's something that has to do with another school or Certainly, Tennessee, you know, I strike up a conversation. And this young man came in with his family. Uh, cut to the chase. He loves baseball, and he saw my Tennessee cup that I always have my iced tea in on my desk. And he, I said to him, I said, I think he had on a shirt from Wake Forest or somewhere. And I said, do you go to Wake Forest? And he said, No. And he saw my cup, and he said, I love your coach. Now, here I am in Florida, this kid. He goes, I love your coach. And I said, well, which coach are you speaking of? I said, I love our coaches, too. But I said, are you talking about Tony D? And uh, he goes, yes. And I said, well, are you a ball player? And he said, yes. He said, my dream school was Wake Forest, but I got a full scholarship to Wofford College. And I, you know, congratulated him and. So his dad chimed in, and we had the best conversation about uh, the ball team, baseball, and they just went on and on and on about Tony V and said that Tony had come to, this kid's on the travel team all summer, and that, you know, that he got to see him at some of the travel games and that they were having. And I said, well, I said, if you change your mind, you might want to come to Tennessee. And he, you know, is pretty locked into to Walker because he, He's going in. But in the meantime, he was sitting there. We were talking about Tennessee, and this gentleman walked up, had the two prettiest young ladies with him, and he said, well, y'all are talking about baseball, so let's talk about softball. And I, Now, mind you, this is a lady shop. It's a little bitty. And he goes, he said, uh, let's talk a little bit about softball. He said, my girls uh, play I don't know, some summer ball team, and they've been asked to whatever they do, showcase, try out, whatever, for the Lady Vols softball team. Well, so I did my best to recruit them. I was, you know, just talking about how great they were and all that. And these were the cutest girls, and they were athletic. And then the, the young man that was playing baseball started talking. And at the end, everybody walked out of my store, even the kid from Wofford, and said, go balls. Go! <laughs> Holly, yeah, you're sharing the boy. love. That is an American love story right there. Hey, listen, I hope you have a great fourth. And y'all, too. Happy Fourth of July. Bye. Thank you, Holly. I love her spirit. Let's go back to our phones. I wish, um, I don't know, like Freddie Jack could be a good caller like that one day, Bino. You think he could? I think Freddie Jack could get there. Pretty far down the line, Tony. 
Back to the phones we go. <laughs> Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey, it's Lisa from Raleigh. How are you? Lisa from Raleigh. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I have to follow that great call by I, Holly. I, I love her. I know. Awesome. That is She's insane. Awesome. Both of you. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I am calling it. Well, first of all, hi to everybody, and happy early 4th of July to everybody. And I wanted to call with my um, moment, I guess, in sports, since we can't do Alabama, which obviously that was, like, I think everybody's, like, best, you know, um, moment of the year. I'm going to go with when the basketball team in the tournament took down Duke. Because obviously, you know I live in Raleigh. We can't stand Duke at all or UNC. So, I mean, this was, like, such a big deal. And I remember that day I had to take my daughter somewhere during, like, when the game was starting. I'm like, oh, God. So I had it on the radio and the play-by-play. And that's when, like, they were just hitting, you know, our guys were just hitting all the shots. And you can, you know, you can always tell. Um, if they're, you know, if they're coming out that early and just getting it, that it, they're going to win, you can, you know, how, you know how our team is, you can just tell. So I was just like fired up and dropped my uh, daughter off. And then I'm in the car by myself. I'm like yelling with the, you know, the um, announcer and everything because they're just killing it. And it was just awesome. And then came home and got to, you know, finish watching it. And I got chills when they won that game, and it was just, oh, that was just awesome to me because, like I said, we, we don't like Duke, so this was, like, extra special. And um, I wish, you know, they could have gone farther, but that was, like, a quality win. It was, you know, it was awesome. It was, a, it was an affirming win. It was a very important win for Rick Barnes's credibility with the fan base. Mm-hmm. Not that he needed, not that he needs credibility with the fan base because I, I don't know how much he cares. But from that perspective, mm-hmm. it was a huge win. And Holly, it's always fun to beat Duke, even though Shashevsky's not there anymore. You live over in that area; those people have to be seriously obnoxious to be around. Oh yeah. Totally. We, we, we like stay away from them. <laughs> we have our tea like on our car and we've got on the license, you know, a, a tea license plate. And yeah, we just do our thing and yeah, they are obnoxious. So we just kind of stay away from them and we just do our Vols thing. And there's plenty of Vols, um, fans here in Raleigh. I, we see them all the time. Holly, that I mean, uh, that is Lisa. That is an absolutely beautiful thing that you just shared. And the truth is, you know, we kept saying the whole time leading up to that. And I don't know whether it's fair or not, Bino and Bry. But the truth is, for Barnes last year, it came down to a one-game season. Can you get out of the first weekend of the freaking tournament for once in your life? Mm-hmm. Bino, I don't know how fair that is, but that is what last season came down to, and he did it. Yeah, I, th- I think he did, and uh, as Lisa said, he did. He did it against uh, uh, an opponent that yep. really made it special that you got there. Um, and I saw they, that game in Utica, uh and there were a couple other uh, Tennessee fans along along beside me in the uh, in the sports book, and we kind of took that over and just show you how universally hated Duke is. 
there was a Kentucky fan in there that was that was pulling big time for us. <laughs> you know, uh, and also they punched him in the face. Euros committed that hard foul early, and oh, they were yeah, called back right. the whole week after that by everybody. The, the establishment was just saying how thuggish Tennessee was. It was awesome. <laughs> That's a great memory. Lisa, do you have a favorite barbecue f- food that you go to, like uh, Zach, who called in earlier, that had me putting four different kinds of sauces? Bino oh, knows I'll get that right. Bino, I'll get that right, won't I? All those different ingredients in that. I mean, I'll follow those directions, Bino. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no we- question about that. Uh, you'll be spot on with that recipe. It'll look it'll look like a fajita by the time I get done with that hamburger. But go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really. I don't cook. But when what? Steve cooks, yeah, I'm not a real good cook. <laughs> I'm not, I really shouldn't say that. You're I, a I paisan. Okay, You're a, like a paisan from New Jersey. What do you mean you don't cook? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Steve cooks all the time, so. That's, yeah, I clean. I'm like the cleaner. <laughs> I clean everything, clean the house, and he cooks. So that's our division of labor, I guess. <laughs> you, you can heat things up, though, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, capable you, of cooking. I just choose that's not That's more to counts if you can heat something up. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I can do that. I don't, you know, I don't burn anything. So, yeah, I'm good with that. Boil, boil water, too. Yeah, I'm good with that. I can do that too. Hey, hey Lisa, and R- Lisa and Raleigh, I'll tell you one thing: you want to get you want to get the smack talk going right now. You tell those folks over there that Tennessee is going to eat them for dessert when we face them in, in hoops right there at Thanksgiving week. They are going to take a season beating. At North Carolina on their home court, Beanstar, how fired up do you think Barnes is going to have? Because Bar- that's Barnes's national championship period right there. You don't mess with him in November and December. Plus, he's from there, Beanstar. Mm-hmm. The Vols are going to roll in there and beat them like a drum. A drum. I think we're going to that game. Well, um, you need to talk we're... smack before, during, and after. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, I heard you say last week you might get a crew together to yes, come a bus trip. to see that. Mark Parsons, respond. Tell me, yeah, if you guys do, we'll come visit you in the arena because I don't know where exactly our tickets are going to be, yep. but we're trying to get some because, yeah, I totally want to go and represent. We'll put on our orange and, you know, root for our team for sure. Bino, are you up for the bus trip? Let's call the shot right now, Bino. Get home, middle of the night. What do you think, Bino? <laughs> I'll get back with you, Tom. After you, you just went through. <laughs> hey, hey, Lisa, thank you. All right, thanks. You guys have a good day. Something tells me, and it could be just a woman's intuition on here right now, because I just had two women on the phone. I feel like it's rubbing off on me. But something tells me that Bino's not making the bus trip as we continue, and, and he's not one of the barnstormers. We need to become the barnstormers this fall, beginning with that game. Josh, Big Josh, leads things off for us. Brian, what's your Josh imitation that you do every time he calls? After this. 
This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. Yeah, I just want to say that your show is disgusting. Two white men and a white woman attacking a black man who's a Democrat. You act like a bunch of Southern disgusting human beings. You need to get off the there. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Hey, Del, you made a comment and called me a jackass yesterday. Well, it, it, there was a uh, that was a friendly comment. Uh, that, okay, uh, but but that go ahead and, and seal my faith as being a Democrat. You know, we got a jackass as a symbol, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm a true Democrat, buddy. So okay. it wasn't a put down from my perspective. It was a peg up. So that's, thanks a lot. That's the way to go. <laughs> Just own it. Yes, sir. Three dudes with a view, triggering liberals between Dollywood and Graceland Monday through Thursday from 8 to 9 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Do you, uh, as we welcome you back, as your Tony Basilio show, it is, ladies and germs, a Monday, 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 race fans, incredible spectacle yesterday. One of the turns juxtaposed a straight on NASCAR's uh, road track yesterday, right in downtown Chicago, with traffic going the other way under them. It was one of the neatest visuals you will ever see. So... NASCAR spent a ton of money on that yesterday, and and the um, the weather didn't cooperate. I'm sure it really hurt their audience. NASCAR's doing bits. They're, they're trying to stay out there and stay relevant and do their thing and stay fresh and all that stuff. But, uh, Brian, would you like to make another run at Big Josh's accent before he comes through the device? takes your Butch Jones heart chart off your wall and shoves it right up your candy rear end. <laughs> would, would you would you care to make one more run? And I'll tell you what I'm going to do, since I don't like to start things before between people. I'm going to bring Big Josh up here, and I'm going to let you do your imitation of him right in his face. Josh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Tony. See, I'm here for the spirit of togetherness. And brotherhood. So go ahead, Brian. And Brian, I will tell you, I've met Josh. He's got probably 90 pounds on you, and probably he's about five inches taller than you are, but go for it. Hey, man. It's Josh. I give Brian credit. (laughs) Bino, what do you think of his imitation of Josh? Hey, man. Well, I, I tell you this, Josh, it could be worse. It could be Tony doing me. Josh, uh, ha- uh, uh, Brian does a pretty good Peter Poker, but I don't think he, uh, you need to give a clone if you're going to ever take me, Brownie boy. No doubt about that it. Clone knows, how to, <laughs> clone knows how to get it. 
down out of his belly, and he brings it up, and he's pretty good at you. Uh, Josh, <laughs> when you heard Clone Do You, did you laugh? Oh, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, you finally made it. You got Clone doing something. Doing invitations, do you? <laughs> Are you out driving around? Been, uh, that's an honor. Yeah, I just... Uh, I just came through Knoxville, Tony. I'm heading back to Kingsport. I've been to Atlanta this morning. I bet. You go to the uh, Braves? You see the Braves over the weekend, Josh? No, I'd like to. They're playing good right now, Brady Boy, it might be the best Braves team of my lifetime. I don't think there's any doubt about that. All-Stars. Eight All-Stars. Eight All-Stars. They're tracking to win 100. They better win it all. They're tracking to win 115 games is what they're doing. 21 and 4 in June. That's pretty hard to beat, Tony. Right now, they're easily the best team in baseball. Easily be now. Uh, did you see Soroka come back, Bino? That's all you needed was Soroka coming back. That's all you need. Now we got free and uh, right. We got to get them back. Yeah, that's the thing, Bino. They're doing it with three fourths. That's how deep their system is, Beanstar. Three-fourths of their starters were missing. Three-fifths, rather. Other starters. We're looking at an all-star game, Tony. Elder. Ridiculous. Unfortunately, <laughs> have a bunch of close friends that are Brace fans. They keep me uh, much more up-to-date on them than I'd like to be. Interesting. <laughs> hey, Tony, you know my number one mode. I, I, I mean, I can't say anything else, but. You know, I grew up in Alabama, Tennessee. I know we ain't supposed to talk about that, but nothing comes close to that day. I'll, I'll go you one better. Your call uh, to the show is my, my number one moment. That was all time Blake. I got to listen to Dale Jones, who was my childhood hero. Uh, listen to me calling it on the radio show, some dumb truck driver calling it. He got emotional over it. It was just awesome. The whole week was awesome. Where, where were you the first time you heard the Dale Jones thing when he was driven to tears over your emotion for the series? Oh, I was behind the wheel of this truck somewhere. It's hard telling, Tony, but I, you know, it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a great week, and, uh, Fifteen years of losing to that bunch, never beating Saban. Just seeing heart from limb to limb, and uh, all the people go crazy. Dixieland delight, lighting up cigars. I mean, hell, that's what college football's about, right there. Absolutely, yeah, what it's all about. I don't know if it'll ever get any better than that. I don't know, Josh, that it could get better than that. I think for a lot of young people that were in that stadium that day, that'll be a high that they will chase the rest of their sports lives. Winning a national championship. No, I don't think so, Brian. I don't think a national championship. Even then, I don't know that that even eclipse what happened that night. No. 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 That that memory of that that game, Tony, 15 years of damn torture. Uh, Just like uh, memories of 85 beating Auburn, beating Miami. Uh, that's what, I mean, it's like, uh, it's just like a drug you can't kick, man. Well, that's like when I first got here in 87, and I saw the look in people's eyes, Bino, when they would talk about beating Alabama in 82 when the World's Fair was here, 
and the magic of everything that was going on over in this town. And you see, and I heard that's those were my formative years of being a fan here. And I grew up against that backdrop being star. And people say people compare those two those two games right now. People that were there for both of them, Bino. And it's a great comparison, Tony. And I was at the game. We won the national championship. Uh, and there are probably three uh, times as a Tennessee football fan uh, where I was uh, more emotionally uh, taken aback uh, than than that night. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I, I think because there's something about that unexpected jolt. Um, and then to Josh's point, there's something about the history. Saban's trying to peel Tennessee off their schedule, Josh. The league better not like, let him do that. I've come to uh, Papa's way of thinking on that deal, Josh. No, and uh, Danny White better not, and Randy Bullard better not allow it to happen. But anyway, college oh, football that, uh, is a I'll tell you another sport, not a postseason sport. Good, no. uh, uh, moment was Florida set the stage for what we've seen in Alabama. Uh, you know, we've had a down. A lot more downs in that series, and uh, getting that win at home and kind of exercising that demon kind of set the stage and gave people the belief that they could beat Alabama. And uh, I don't know, just a great year and everything, man. I mean, hell, uh, you know, we went, you know, basketball was nothing. Now it's rolling. Uh, baseball, it's. Uh, Tennessee's finally invested in it and uh, fan base behind it. Uh, football's nothing but positives. I mean, hell, it's awesome right now. Rick Barnes even got out of the round of 32, Josh. <laughs> I know. Well, Weasel uh, was talking about that Duke game. But, hell, that was a fun-ass game, Tony. I mean, you better I, believe it. You know, blue collar against the uh, wine and cheese crowd. We beat the hell out of them. Hey, when they sent Euros out there with the uh, instructions to be physical, I bet he felt like a kid in a candy store. He was throwing those two kids around like they weren't even there. When he threw that guy to the ground, that was, that was phenomenal. I tell you, and all the doogies in the media were whining the whole way. Oh, all the doogies in the media, Tennessee's got a bunch of thugs. Ah. Uh, I, I really liked uh, all the things of the stadium I've seen over oh, the weekend, wow. Tony. Aren't they beautiful? Uh, it's awesome. And uh, uh, I hope you guys have a good fourth. I, I did this past weekend. I got a chance to talk about Rick Barnes. I went over to Hickory and watched the Crawdads play, Tony. Wow. If you ever get a chance, they got a beautiful park over. What level of ball? What level of ball? It's the low crawl- A. Low A. Low A. Okay. It's the same as Asheville. They're in the tour, uh, they're Nashville's conference. And who, uh, who's, who, what affiliate are the Crawdads? Who are they affiliated uh, with? Rangers. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, it was fun, uh, Fun night. But anyway, I hope you guys have a good fourth. Have a good one, my uh, brother. Y'all hang in there. Take care. Smokies are home this week. I hope to get up there to a game. Thank you, Josh.
Good talking to you. I hope to get up and see the smokes uh, this week. Let's go back to our phones. Um, there's a short season A team that plays in Wilmington, Delaware, that I'm going to go see as well uh, at the end of July called the Wilmington Blue Rocks being star. They play in a real small little ballpark called Frawley Field that just feels so historical, so historical, so fun. Let's go back to the phones as we visit with you. Actually, Twitter spaces. Let's get Parker in here. Parker, welcome in. Hey, Tony, can you hear me? Loud and clear, brother. Good. Um, my moment, I guess, season happened on April 23rd of this year. Does anybody know what happened that day without Googling? I'm going to guess that was a Vanderbilt game. The sweep of Vanderbilt was complete. Boom. I mean, that, that is the series that saved this season for a Tennessee baseball. My story, Friday night game. Nine, yeah. Seven straight on the Bandy Boys. Yes. Is a good, time, is a good thing. You know, it was one thing to beat them on that Friday night with a loud bang. To come back Saturday and blow them out. And then the comeback Sunday and put that on them. And the truth is, Vanderbilt played 500 baseball the rest of the season and was never, never the, same the same after that. Their season, Tennessee crashed and crushed their season. Didn't they get eliminated first round of the playoff in their uh, in their building? They, uh, they went one and two in their in regional. The regional. They lost to Xavier in Oregon. Yeah. Yep. They were never the same. winning the SEC tournament, right? Yes, they did do that. They wore themselves out in Hoover. Chris Burke. We've stolen their baseball program. Uh, yes, that is correct. Uh, you know, the weird Sorry. thing is, too, I, again, I'm back to this. Like Lisa and Raleigh and a couple other people have talked about experiencing those things on the radio. We were watching the feed and driving uh, coming out of Connecticut back toward pennsylvania my son was up there um with the uh ivy's golf deal and uh that sunday afternoon we were sitting there watching that going this cannot be happening because that tennessee team bino had about zero percent chance of sweeping you might have made the case they could win a game going into that series maybe two but sweeping them and blowing them out the last two games Never saw it coming. It just didn't seem possible. I was hoping just to win one. Yeah, it was me. I said, hey, these guys, you know, just don't get swept, don't get embarrassed. That was my goal. Yeah. Yeah. And then Merritt, you know, he it's beautiful that he hit that that walk off shot that you know, that first game, but the he came back in the next week, next Friday, seven days later and did it did it again. Yep. It was just beautiful. Eight days. But, uh, hey, on the way out, Tony, I've got a uh, recommendation for you for the grill. Yep. Instructions so easy, even you could follow them. All right, hit it. Take a, ground of, uh, a pound of ground beef and simply add in a tablespoon of heavy whipping cream and mix it up. And what that'll do is it'll bind it so it doesn't fall apart, but it also keeps it from drying out. So you can cook it well done, 
and it won't be dry. It's a better binder than eggs or breadcrumbs. So you don't use eggs, breadcrumb, none of that. You use heavy whipping cream. Yep, a tablespoon per pound. One tablespoon, Bino, of heavy whipping cream per pound. So, Bino, if you've got two pounds of mud uh, in your pan, as Peyton Manning likes to say, and that was my Peyton Manning imitation, cut that mud. Bino, uh, how many tablespoons of heavy whipping cream are we going to use? Two. Bino, two for two. is Cool Whip Bino heavy whipping cream, yes or no? <laughs> think so he does not think so okay it, yeah it may have been before you added all the air into it but uh, parker anyway. did you did you when the gentleman was talking about his concoction with uh soy sauce and teriyaki and, i thought it was worcester mm-hmm. yeah i already got it wrong uh teriyaki and soy sauce and pineapple did you find that appetizing sounding uh, it's be it'd be something I would try. I've not I've never had anything like that, but I would I would certainly try that. Sounds like something Bonner would eat. Hey, listen, you're the man. <laughs> you're right. He'll eat anything. Much love. <laughs> Happy Fourth. Yeah, same to you. Happy Fourth. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. We're mixing a little food with our memories, Bino. Food and memories. Food and sports go together. We've had some really good ones so far. Fantastic. Fantastic. What we're doing right now, those of you who are uh, listening, wherever you're listening, we're taking your favorite memories from the Tennessee year that was. You know, ain't that America? It's you and it's me. And it's something to see. And Tennessee's coming off a deal where they finished sixth in the Learfield standings, which W. Lynn told me on Friday, Bino, that Steve Williams of the Williams clan of um of um out in clinton is the guy that devised the formula that's used in the learfield standings that used to be used in the all sports trophy when he worked uh over at the journal were you aware of that piece of trivia Bino? absolutely had no idea courtesy of w lynn back to the busy phones we go on our TLD Logistics phone lines today. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hi, my friend. And there he is, right on cue. I mean, you, can you beat that? And Tony and Bino, uh, Steve Williams called me Saturday and thanked me for doing that. For mentioning him. Yeah, and, you know, he, he was in the USA Today regularly for a few years, and then it got taken over by Sears and Learfield. But he, he started it. Yeah. Steve Williams, Knoxville Journal. Bino, do do you do you believe that, Bino? How come we've never known that, Bino? No, I I I, I believe it. I think that W. Lynn comes on here with factual stuff. I, no question. I, Steve just never mentioned it that he had done it. Bino, you probably played softball when he umpired. He was an umpire down at Winona, you know, on Caswell for years. I like Steve umpire. Good umpire, Bino? Yeah, it's good umpire. He's a little bit better than Leroy, what we call a lefty. <laughs> Old lefty is uh, 
all lefties are crossed between uh, Mr. Magoo and that angel compost guy. Uh, guys, first thing I want to do is I want to thank all of our veterans and all of our families of veterans through the years for this freedom we have and we're celebrating on the 4th of July. And uh, especially our Tennessee volunteers who have shown up every time we've needed them in a time of crisis. Yep. Tennessee so volunteers will not be beat. Out. They will yeah. not be beat, W. Lynn. And uh, I got some, I got three stories here, Tony. Uh, my first one is my big sports moment this year. Uh, for me personally, after a year of being in pretty bad health, I got to go to the, the porch this year with the uh, great Craig Jenkins, the Marco Scarza porch. And that was something for me. And one of the, one of the uh, games, Tony, uh, I got to see you and your lovely bride, Laura. That yep. was a treat. And, uh, the Friday night Vandy game, of course, was big for me. I was listening to John Wilkerson and watching it on TV at the same time. Mm. And then, I, then I got to go to the Saturday game on the porch the next day when we completely annihilated mm. them. Annihilated them. That must have felt like an absolute celebration in there. I it bet did. that was incredible in that stadium. So uh, that, that baseball were my big moments. And moving on to the grill, uh, this goes back to when my Angel Allen and I were first moved into our house here in 1990. One of our favorite things to do is... Uh, I would grill thin pork chops with uh, bones in them that I would get from Butler and Bailey down here, down the street, which started as a meat market. A lot of people don't know that years ago. I would get a Jack Daniels sauce off the shelf, just basic barbecue sauce, and I'd add about 10 ingredients to it. Such as? And uh, we would have that with yellow corn on the cob. Mm. Baked potato and a salad, mm. and while while I was cooking, we would sit in my uh, driveway and listen to Mike Keith call Tennessee b- baseball while I was cooking the pork chops. Incredible, W. Lynn. Incredible. And uh, I'm just telling you that that then you know my family just my family would be here, so by golly, we could. We could pick up those bones and chew it off the bones. You know, Tony, how you do that. Oh. You know, you know, too, I'm oh. sure. <laughs> That's like... <laughs> when it's falling off the bone, brother, that means you've done it right. And, uh, you know, your rain delay story led me to think of a story. Um, once again, it was 1988. My angel Ellen and I went to visit her grandmother in Ripman, Ohio, which was close to Akron and Cleveland, and we went to the College Football Hall of Fame when it was in Ohio, and we went to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but uh, we went to a Cleveland Indians game at the old stadium. Was that was that called Metropolitan Stadium, the, the old one? I can't remember. Uh, it was called the Mistake on the Lake, and I think they did call it Metropolitan Stadium. Twenty eight thousand in an eighty thousand seat stadium. Wow. Well, I'm sure that was just wonderful atmosphere, W. Lynn. 
Yeah, it was the middle of the summer, and they had an hour and a half rain delay. And I mean, we walked around that whole stadium. I got souvenirs. It was it was wonderful. Uh, Minnesota was there after they'd won a World Series, I believe. They won the game, but uh, that was that was just a treasured moment to go to the old Cleveland Stadium, and we just walked right up to the gate and bought a ticket. You know, nineteen eighty-eight, and. Uh, it, it, it was a treasured moment, Bino, but I know what you're talking about with those rain delays. Yeah, you're, 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 we walked around, we bought souvenirs, we bought food and drinks. You're, you're doing that the whole time, basically, you know, and, uh, but it, it was a treasure and, uh, I'm glad we made it. And one final thing for the Andy Griffith fans, Bino, and you too, especially, when we were entering Ritman, Ohio, which is about the size of Mayberry, there was a sign that said Green River Ordinance enforced. And I had to stop the car and get in front of that sign and let Ellen take a picture of me. Bino, do you remember the Andy Griffith episode with the Green River Ordinance? Oh, absolutely. You can't, we can't be letting anybody violate the Green River Ordinance. Don't what is, it? Up, Don't what is a up. Green River Ordinance for the uninitiated? You have to have a be- permit issued by the county or the city to paddle door-to-door. And Barney was selling vacuum cleaners, and he didn't get one, so the new deputy was giving him a ticket for it. What a great show. Wow. (laughs) Obey all rules and don't write on the wall and don't yell out amenities. Yeah. Here at the Rock. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so... uh, All right, guys, that's some memories I had. And going to the porch again and seeing a... Beat Vandy, you know oh. that that, uh, that Friday night game, and then Saturday we can we can run rule them. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Oh, they got run rule. Know. They got blowed out. And uh, those were my memories. But you're right; it's been a great sports year. I mean, I tell people I learned this when we started going to the NCAA tournament games that when you lose, it hurts. It doesn't matter if you were supposed to get beat by fifty points. You're playing in a game that decides the teams that go to the national title, and it always—it's supposed to hurt. It's supposed to hurt when you lose. And I just—I tell young people that don't worry about that. That you just got to pick yourself up and move on. Pain is real. When, you know. Thank you, thank you, W. Lynn. Have a great, great fourth. Show, buddy. Yeah, have a great fourth. Eight six five two hundred. Five four zero two. Get our next call in. Hello and welcome into our next caller. Hey, how you doing? It's Lance in Tampa. Hey, Lance in Tampa. Great to hear from you, brother. Hey, so uh, sorry for my breathing. I'm working right now. No I, uh, problem. Are you a Are you a Rays fan? Are you a Rays fan? Yeah, but I don't have Spectrum, and you have, you know the TV deal. So that's crazy. I mean, I'm not you can't see twenty five dollars yeah. a year. What are they doing with these major league packages where you can't watch teams in your own market? What I mean, you grow the game anyway. Take it easy on my on my sillies this week, would you? Next three days, just please, uh, kind of take it easy if you can. Yeah, this is playing pretty good this year. I mean, the Rays are kind of like just an overglorified Triple uh, A team, kind of. I mean, with like their salary and everything, they're so good. They don't. I love yeah. them. They're the envy of baseball. Yeah. I was listening to the show yesterday, uh-huh. uh, or not yesterday, uh, Friday, and y'all were talking about the uh, Butch Jones thing. Uh, yeah, there was actually a bracelet. I don't, I don't know if this has ever been said. In it, uh, 
it had Butch Please on it. You know, like like it was supposed to be like funny. I think you know, that was a. Um, I think that was an Eric. Was that an Eric Gaines creation, Brian? The Butch Please stuff. That was like a, they had T-shirts that had Butch Please on it that everyone was buying really? up like crazy. Well, I was a sheep. I had it's like one, Butch Please Go. That was like a university thing or what the deal with that was. Was that a university well, thing, way, Brian, or was thing. that an Eric Ainge thing? Do you remember, Brian, the genesis of that? Because I know he wouldn't claim it I, It seems like the university marketed a lot of that stuff, like okay. the main train and all that, and teach me how to dually and crazy. They were in, on this little crazy, corny slogan thing back then where every like, bad coach that was hired had their own little thing that they had to put out there on T-shirts. You know, uh, if, if you ever... If you ever, uh, if, if like a comedian ever does a thing, you might be a sheep. If if you owned a Butch Please item, well, you admitted it though. You said I was a sheep. You said I was. I mean, Yeah, you were sheep. Hey, yeah, you were sheeping it. Hey, listen, I sheep it up. I, I love sheeping it up. And uh, one of my family members will look at me and go, "What a sheep!" <laughs> That's funny. But the uh, that trash can, by the way, that was a uh, Matt Gray trash can. It wasn't even attractive. Yeah, it looked like something that you would get. Like uh, they couldn't even like get a Tennessee orange trash can for the turnover trash can. Bino, you weren't here. We were doing uh, Brian. Mute yourself, please. You weren't doing the um, uh, Bino when we were doing the Butch Jones memories. Um, I don't know if you heard any of that, Bean Star, but it's hard to believe some of the stuff that people remember. And how much it was. It was like a fecal storm, to quote the, the late, great Keith Hatfield. Just a fecal blizzard from Butch Jones. Yeah, he, he provided just tons of material. Yeah, well, I got to get back to it. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. It's really hard to believe that we lived through that. You and I would be setting the show up, and I would say to you, do you want to get in there? And we would go, we'd be like, no. But you had to talk about it. I'll never forget that one day he did that Champions of Life thing, and you, being star, snapped. You went crazy. You said it's one thing for this guy to try to divine, define that eight wins is a good season. It is quite another for him to embarrass us like this and then embarrass us again like that. I mean, the guy had no – that's why this this period we're in right now, it just almost doesn't seem real. This hypo guy almost doesn't seem real, Bino. Yeah, the, the day I just totally snapped was that Monday after he had lost to South Carolina – and blown any chance we had to win the East and came on and told us how much we should appreciate what they had done. And, I mean, I just I just snapped on that one. <laughs> this guy rolls in here. He knows nothing about this place, nothing, nothing about his history. He knows nothing about nothing. And he's trying to tell me what I should appreciate that he's done here. Get the hell out of here right now. Yankee. Yankee, do go not, home. Do not pass go. Do not collect $100. Get your crap and get the hell out of here. 
Back to the phones. It's close. He only collected $6 million. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome on a Monday. Hey, what's going on? Who's your ball run? Hey, who's your ball? Welcome in. Um, not to continue the Bush Jones thing, but uh, did anyone say yesterday when he allegedly told his team their poor performance kept him from being a candidate for the Michigan job while we're on Bush Jones? No, but that, that is incredible. That That is... Uh... I'm not a candidate at Michigan. I'll, I'll get that. Now, I'm going to put these in the blog um, to make people laugh. But I'm not a candidate at Michigan because of you is a great, great Butch Jones memory. That, that is emotional intelligence that makes Jeremy Pruitt yeah. at halftime of Alabama saying, I need a whole new team, look like uh, some sort of uh, psychiatrist. You know, I mean, my goodness. <laughs> That makes him. I, I want to play for that Hill. guy. That'll make me want to run for the wall for a time. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. He said, You guys are a bunch of damn losers. This is what he said to him. You guys are a bunch of damn losers. And all these rumors about me being a uh, candidate at Michigan aren't true because you people suck. That's what he said to him. Yeah. Which it's I would want to really. Fault. You're right, Brian. I'd want to play for that guy. And then didn't he coach there like at least another year or two? Because oh, yeah. that wasn't like, because he sure as heck wasn't the candidate the year we lost all the games. <laughs> but, uh, I love him. Uh, oh, yeah. Good, great times. Um, I'm sure if you ask Butch Jones for the, uh, you know, the John Adams conversation here in a few days, he didn't file, follow Brian Kelly, uh, to Notre Dame because he, he's an established coach. He wanted more young up and comers. So he declined the job and let Freeman take the job. There's no doubt. Notre Dame. Yeah, there's no but doubt. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, you know. So. I, I wonder in his mind if he thinks it was just that Tennessee let him go. Because <laughs> it was an absolute disaster at the end of that. A disaster. What's his record in Arkansas State? Like five and twenty. Yeah, I, yeah. I, my what I hear about that thing is if they had a budget, they were going. They would have let him go last year if they had a budget, but they don't have a budget to pay him. So. Wow. That's yeah, they're kind of stuck with them. <laughs> oh well, on to on to happier. Things. On to the happy My, stuff, yeah. Obviously, the Bama that one will live forever. You know that that's kind of the nice thing. You know, obviously it sucks we had to lose to him fifteen times in a row, but other than the Mount Cody block, none of those fifteen games they were so lopsided. They'll be forgotten in history. They will replay that game for the, as long as they're playing college football. Yeah. So we'll always have that on them. Yep. Uh, to me, the the thing became real down in Baton Rouge, though. When we tamed the Tiger and those crazy Cajuns just took their head off twos at halftime, we took over their stadium, that's when you got the feeling of this is different. And that's that was my high point. That was pretty cool. You know, it was a personal high point for me because both of my kids were there, and they'd seen so little. They were 23 at the time. And they both came back separately in different conversations and said to me, Dad, we now understand what the whole Tennessee football and SEC sports are about and why people are as invested in this as they are after that trip. Yeah, why, why after would that someone trip? drive to Baton Rouge knowing everything you know about Tennessee in the last five years? That's why. Because this can come back. 
no offense to the Kentucky footballs and the Vandys and the South Carolina, even though they put it on us last year. They have a ceiling. Tennessee can come back and be this. It was only a matter of time. Now, we don't know how long it's going to last, but this, it was kind of a vindication of that. And I probably called in and said it. I've never been in a place as we exited Tiger Stadium. Usually when there is excitement after the game, there's a chant. There's some sort of directed excitement. These were grown people, myself included, screaming like wild banshees, not screaming anything, just screaming this euphoric yell. And that was so cool. I'll remember that for forever. So you were there? I was there. I was in Baton Rouge. Now, uh, this one person was rude to me. They were the nicest people because I kind of expected. I'm like, you know, there's there's stories about them. And people uh, I've had when we sucked, you know, and we were sitting in the stands, the opposing fan base when they were beating us the way we beat LSU, they were like, you know, you guys were so nice. We've heard bad things about Tennesseans. And I'm like, well. And most of the cages were nice, but one grandpa did throw vodka on me when, uh, what was his name, uh, McGrath missed that kick. He uh, he said, "Let's cool down the balls," and he threw vodka on me. <laughs> Let's cool down man. the balls. That's incredible. That's he, said. he said, "He said, let's cool down the balls," and threw this stuff on me. And I'm like, "Was that water?" And my buddy was like, "No, it was vodka." And I kind of, you know, he's an old man. I kind of looked at him, but I, I made a joke. I said, "Hey, bud." I said, next time, let's make it Tennessee whiskey. We're going to throw stuff during this beatdown. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was a great day. But uh, I can't believe an LSU fan threw away some perfectly good liquor. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, yeah, it was – but uh, that, was, uh, that was a great day. Great town, great food, great result. You know, my, my kids were describing, too, how – and we had several people on the on Garza Law – fifth quarter fan reaction that night talking about how the LSU people were saying, hey, come over here and hang out with us after the game. Like, you just got, they just got in their brains. I mean, you talk about their kingdom getting torn down. They just got a beat down of a lifetime on their home field, and they were as hospitable as humanly possible toward our fan base, which kind of speaks volumes to the kind of cool fans they are. I, uh, you know, they they're kind of taking over every sport but football and basketball, so I might eat my words on this, but they were really cool. I mean, uh, prior to that day, I always felt like Balls fans had a kindred spirit with Arkansas because we just had to take so much crap and still be passionate. But, yeah, the LSU fans, I can definitely see when people say South Louisiana, East Tennessee have – it's completely different, but there are similarities. I, I can see that. So Let, Let's also point out point. one thing, A. Hey, Ryan. We thought, we all thought at the time, Tennessee just rolled over a program that's going to have a long year. And they went on an absolute heater after that. Yeah, the only win that didn't age well for the Vols was the Gator win. They yep. weren't very good, and yep. we almost figured out a way to blow it. And that was in the back of my mind. The Pittsburgh game, we should have won by, like, 28, and we almost blew it. There was still this losing thing that these poor kids that have been through so much. Yep. Heupel hadn't bred out the losing out of them, and then it became real down in Baton Rouge, where it's like, nah, man, this this is real. This is a good team. And they finally put it all together. Yeah, that was great. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. We'll, we'll see you. You're the man. One thing about that Florida game was Anthony Richards has had to play the game of his life. And he probably played better than he'd ever played. 
and they still lost. And they still were getting blown out by three scores in the fourth quarter. Florida and the Alabama game, if you would have had human quarterbacks on the other side of the field, just guys that were guys, you would have smashed both those teams. I'll tell you what's interesting, Beanstar. We had a guest last week talking Florida. And Matt Dixon, when he jumped off, had a really good comment, which is, man, he sounded like a guy talking about South Carolina football. He basically said, this year, we could be, we could see Florida go anywhere from five wins to maybe nine, maybe nine, high point, and not be particularly fun to watch doing it. They're in for a long season, I'm afraid, with Florida Gators. Yeah, you, you've become unaccustomed through the years to hearing anyone associated with Florida say, there's a pathway to eight or nine wins. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I hope they at least get close to that so they can keep the Amish guy down there longer and not go out and hire a better coach. The reality, though, of the college football thing, it's pretty simple. When your talent slips, you're going to slip and fall in this league. There's no like there's no place to hide. Dan Mullen wasn't recruiting. This guy's in a bad spot. This guy's not a very dynamic person. They're recruiting pretty well, and they're in a spot Tennessee was in a couple years ago where he said, you know, these guys are only committed. And in, Dece- in December, they're going to have to make a decision, a lot of these kids, on whether or not to sign. And he said, I don't know that, a, I don't know that a, there's a decent bunch of them that won't stay with a team that's going to win five games. Yeah. And that, see, that's what Tennessee did last year. Tennessee established credibility, which carried over in December with who they signed, and then it's carrying over now with whom they're getting commitments from, and it's... It is uh it's fun to see. It really is fun to see it all come back to life here. It's actually a privilege to be here and do this and as I've often said, and I was talking with uh David Bivens about this, uh where we played music Saturday night and our drummer, Kevin from the office, said to me, You never told me you did a talk show. I said, You never asked. I said, I don't I'm not out here to I'm never, I've never been a look-at-me person. I'm not going to start now. But David said, you know, Tony, it's got to be so much more fun now that everything's good. He's, and he was talking about the baseball season. He said, that was so fun, man. And, and I said, you have no idea how much more fun it is to do this when everything's good. Because Bino will tell you, people have this misconception. When you do what we do, that it's great when you're losing. Let me tell you something. When it's losing, it sucks. And it's really hard to make a living doing this when you're bad. Really hard. Really hard to make a living doing this when you're bad. So, kudos to Tennessee. We're celebrating that today. We'll come back, get a few more calls in, and put a wrap on your Monday edition as we continue after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. 
This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. you on hold, you will get in. Uh, I will accommodate everyone that is uh, with us today. To the radio listener, I want to wish you a happy 4th. Please be careful. Please be safe. Know that I love you. We're going to come back on uh, Wednesday and do this all over again. Mike Dettelier joins uh, in the This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is T. Willie. I've got a very special person on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I know we got the holiday weekend coming up uh, next week, but uh, what kind of specials you got for us this week? Well, this week we have pork spare ribs, $1.29 a pound, whole boneless ribeye, five ninety nine a pound, seedless watermelons, five ninety nine each, 24-pack Niagara drinking water, three for 10, Milo's gallon tea, three for 10, and Bunny brand hamburger and hot dog buns, two for five. Oh, that sounds great. And your hours are your normal hours, I assume, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., Monday through, well, seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And you guys are located right there in West 7th Street. And uh, I thank you, as always, Miles. And uh, tell everybody, come on in. And you guys are amazing. You help people out. And uh, we appreciate you talking to us every week. And uh, we'll talk to you next week as well, okay? All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.